Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Welcome to the 62nd episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Devin McKnight, a painter. Enjoy. Free Pizza, the platform for creatives, and today we have the amazing Devin McKnight in here. How are you doing, Devin? I'm good. This is adds on to my series of people I hate um, in Greensboro. Even though she's very talented, she's one of my enemies, so I'm happy to have her here. <laughs> and she brought sushi. Actually, she brought a couple things, so I want all my future guests to listen to this so <laughs> she went the whole she texted me before this and said hey what treats do you guys like no i said what, what treats, treats is jacob, jacob like? like apparently because i guess he's kind of the most important part of this so i was like jacob's vegan so get him what he needs to get and she was like shit and she came with uh some chocolate for both of us which jacob doesn't like jacob doesn't eat chocolate um <laughs> and she has sushi for herself but the reason why I'm telling you this is because y'all need to bring us treats. And we're starving. We're doing this podcast for you guys for free. So... If you're from the South, you should know that's what one does when one is invited over to someone's house. Exactly. Like, I, I know you're guests in the studio, but you gotta bring us stuff. Anyways, um, today, we're talking, about, talking to Devin about some abstract art. And she works at the CVA as well. She can tell us about that. And, yeah. So, I'm gonna pass it over to you. You're gonna tell us some background on you where you're from you know what i'm saying where the art started because you're you're great and all that kind of stuff so let's hear it okay so where i'm from uh well currently i'm from right down the street from where we're at you are absolutely but do you like want to give away like where this is no i don't so just tell us the city greensboro gotcha uh so I'm from here. What else? Where? Why I started? Yeah, like what got you started in the arts? Was it influence from your parents, or did you kind of learn it in school, or was on your uh, own? I think for me, art is like a, a a way of thinking, and I think that was always there. Yeah. Like my family is pretty um, open in terms of art, the arts. Yeah. My mother taught literature. Oh, hell yeah. That's badass. Yeah. So, like, from the get-go, we were, like, going to films and listening to good music, which my dad is really into. Uh, my parents were always talking about books and stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe, like, the first art show I saw, my dad took me to, and it was Monet. At, really? Yeah. That's cool. The North Carolina Art Museum like had like a huge showing of his. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, color. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think I like did it until college. Right. That's when it was like serious. So you didn't have any like, you weren't like drawing or painting when you were younger or really? So you started in college. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> I still can't draw for shit. But that's not true. That's why I think art is like in the mind. Yeah. It's like a way of like living and thinking and. Awesome. Yeah. Art has no boundaries or no limits. Just anything. It's wherever you want it to be. Yeah. And it's cool because I mean, like your art pieces have. They're very. Uh, they're mixed. I guess they're kind of mixed. You know what I'm saying? Mixed with what? I don't know. They're like paints, <laughs> and then there's like, they're on walls and stuff, and there's chairs and stuff. I mean, I think it's really cool. And I guess that yeah. considered quote unquote abstract. Yeah, so abstract, I reckon like the term is supposedly where someone will take uh, a known thing like a tree and yeah. then abstract it. Yeah. You know, so like turn it into something that doesn't look like a tree, but it's like the essence of a tree. Right. And I don't know if I really do that. Okay. Like, my shit isn't a thing. Like, I'm not, like, drawing trees or, like, real things. Yeah. 
Um, so I re- I think it would be like non-objective art technically. No. But even that term is just like what? It's very loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just like to say that it's art. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> the best way to honestly go about it. It's not not thinking about it too much, you know. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to um, college, and that's where it started. Um, seriously, actually, I want to go back to before that because. There had to be a general interest after high school if you want to even do this. So, kind of tell us about after high school of you making a decision to go to school for art. I did not make that decision. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, I wasn't really motivated for a long time. Okay. Um, I just kind of like went with what was happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like I said, I think just like the person who I am is creative so I was just like living that way yeah uh so I decided to go to UNCG because it was like down the street um if I went in state then my grandparents would pay for it oh hell yeah yes great influence yeah (laughs) yeah and my mother went there and loved it and my brother went there um so I just thought it would be a good like liberal arts education all around. Yeah. Because I had no clue what the hell I wanted to do. Right. Right. I still don't. Yeah. Um, and I think within that somewhere, I took a drawing class, and then just started taking more art classes. I think I got into graphic design because I was like, oh, well, if I like art, then I need to make money. But I sucked at yeah. it. Chris Cassidy hate probably did not like me. Who's that? He was the design professor there. Why? And did he not like the, what you're producing? I was just terrible at it. Right. Like I could not make it. It's basically like you're trying to draw, but you're pushing buttons. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um. So I got out of that. I think I might have like gone through a depression and like gone to Europe and then come back mm-hmm. and studied painting. Yeah. So while you went through that transition in Europe, how did you kind of get over that hump of, I guess, kind of a kind of, it's kind of a roadblock, the depression and all that? Like you were over there, you still wanted to do art. Were you over there studying art or were you just kind of over there, just kind of out of your mind over there? Gotcha. I just went. Yeah. Uh, some of my friends went through like a study abroad and I just tagged along. Okay. Um, I was able to do that. Yeah. So we like saw some art, but it was basically just to like get out of oneself. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel that. And what, and how did that kind of get you back on the track of wanting to do art? Like, how was that time away? I don't think I ever like left the track. Yeah. I think it was more. Um, kind of a hiatus. Fucking life, like. Yeah. I think, and I've heard like through your podcast that often we go through this like turnover in maybe our early 20s where we like hit a point and it's scary and like Mm -hmm. we have to like be making decisions and like like paving a path forward and we don't know how to do that or um the best way especially as creatives because i think we think in a very different mindset that's not like with the regular world yeah it's not straightforward that might be kind of rude but no absolutely not absolutely not so i think i was like hitting that and i just shut down yeah um and often i think with depressions like that you just need a change yeah so yeah you have to throw yourself into something else yeah and obviously going overseas is a definitely different a a whole different world (laughs) yeah yeah that's cool though so coming back from europe Mm-hmm. how was it getting back into kind of the groove of things as far as making work and stuff like that it was cool um i guess i like really enjoyed the painting program at uncg mm-hmm. uh it was very painterly <laughs> <laughs> you know we were like painters who thought painting was like the top yeah um but then i was introduced to other things and an alternate art world, uh, more like the social aspect with Lee Walton, which like some of your people have mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he's been a great influence on this town. Uh, he just blew my mind. And I had thought about art in this one way, almost like a two-dimensional way. 
and he kind of was like no art is life art is walking down the street art is the way that you talk with someone or like the way you relate the way you stand next to each other the way you sit in your chair mm-hmm. and the way your chair is positioned next to the window and yeah. what view is created like everything yeah, you know that's beautiful yeah. i love that yeah me too yeah so being with in his class mm-hmm. did that kind of really kind of open your eyes to what you could really do uh, it took a long time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it it wasn't until like the other day that I really got it. Oh wow, really? Yeah, that's crazy. So, kind of throughout the rest of uh, I guess your career or journey through college, like, what did you? How are you finding? What inspirations did you have to produce what you were producing? I think it's questions. Um, and he taught me to question everything. And not just him, but the, the artists that he was introducing me to who were alive still <laughs> and like making work presently, um, they were all questioning the everyday. You know, like, why do we walk down the street this way? Why do we go to this store? Yeah. Why do we vote this way? Why, yeah. you know, it's just like, trying to be as conscious as possible and as present as possible mm-hmm. um so i think that mixed with painting and like my love for color mm-hmm. is what made that work right cool so outside of his class kind of how was it as far as kind of the art department because i've heard a very I've heard very. I've heard mostly good things about Union City's art department, but I've heard there's some qualms. Um, so, how was kind of the rest of your experience outside of that? Oh yeah. Um, uh, I think it was good technically. Like I learned to paint, and I learned how to see um, color and like paint color. Like, mm-hmm. I remember in Jin Mean Lee's class, yeah. like, learning to paint skin tone, and that, you know, I tried to, like, mix white and pink to make my own, but really it's, like, green and blue and purple and red and, like, all this yeah. other shit, yeah, like, stacked on. Um, so things like that were good. I think qualms of that place is that it's not diverse. Yeah. And it has It's not diverse been. as far as the people? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and maybe the thought processes. Right. But do you think that has something to do with how the classes were taught? As far as the thought processes, like was it were you free to do what you want, or there was there like a lot of kind of strict guidance? Mm, it depends on where you were. I mean, at that time, I wasn't really like uh, pushing or. thinking for myself all that much gotcha. I was still like totally learning so I was pretty infatuated with like Miriam yeah. which she was like a you know head of the painting department I guess um, and it wasn't until I stepped away and like had new experiences that I realized you know I was missing stuff with that or it could have been this other way or yeah. that wasn't the end all be all and at that time I thought it was right but I think that's like with most things exactly I just find it interesting that you came in to the art department not really having any experience with art so how was was that do you feel like like at some kind of disadvantage you know as far as being with other students no okay (laughs) I kind of see that I kind of see that as a cool thing because it's like I mean, I'm kind of here, like it's something new to me and I'm interested in you probably do just as well as someone who's been doing it for 10 years prior, you know? Yeah. I mean, in high school, I, I took like art one. Yeah. But I just, you know, we drew like boots. Right. Or something. Right. Um, but that's what drawing one is for. Like, you know, I've taught drawing one classes and it's mostly people who have never drawn or painted or picked up charcoal before right it's like what it's there for right now i think it's changed though that program like you have to kind of submit a portfolio to get in i think so okay 
And so they're trying to like that makes sense. The quality. They're trying to probably be more choosy about who they're letting in. Because it kind of makes sense, sort of. But but if that was you now, you wouldn't have anything to show. You wouldn't be yeah. able to get in. So at the same time, it's like, damn, I don't know if I like that or not. Academia is kind of fucked, I think. Yeah, that's a business. That's all it really is. Yeah. But okay, cool. So and I see that you've done a lot of uh, obviously a lot of shows and galleries and stuff um, throughout your years there. So tell us about maybe some of the most memorable ones you've done. Oh shit. Memorable. Yeah. Oh. Um. So, when I was at UNCG, uh, through their exchange program, this cool-ass girl came from Australia and entered into our lives. Um, she was just, like, on another wavelength. Like, same it. Don't yawn while I'm talking. Don't call me out. Because they can't see me, so they even have to know. Well, I know, so they, they should know. Well, I had a long night. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so she, uh, we became really good friends. She was into a lot of that art that Lee was into, like social stuff, stuff I had never heard of. Yeah. After she left, she developed a gallery in Australia. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And then flew me out there oh, to do you? like a residency. Oh, shit. So was it... Well, since you kind of befriended her, was it pretty easy to get out there as far as you applying? And apply. Oh, you just you <laughs> bounce. That's crazy. I think you're the second artist that's been on here to talk about doing the residency. And Bianca was one of the first. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So how was that? It was insane. Um, yeah. The first picture on my website, that's from that. So... It was the first time that I was able to like really push my artwork into spatial terms because okay. I could do whatever I wanted so yeah. I just started like doing shit on the walls and like there was a chair there and like a blue apron and I was like just documenting a lot of the space yeah. um, so that was pretty transformative and it was in like a tiny town on top of a hill <laughs> yeah it was just a weird like it wasn't like a metropolitan city or anything it was like right super small that's crazy yeah so when i'm looking at that picture and hopefully people are following on go to her website look at the picture was it like a did you, did you start with a blank space first and then you kind of added stuff mm -hmm. you know and say you kind of took pictures of you know mm -hmm. the process of it and stuff so yeah. where did the where does that come from in your head like what are you envisioning when you're kind of making or is it just random it's hard to explain. Um, I think it's all a process. Like, one thing leads to another. So, right. she gave me this light-filled room uh, on the second floor of, like, a storefront. And I would just sit in there all day and kind of, like, put things together. Kind of, like, brought some materials. But I was just, like, playing. And then I knew I was going to need to have, like a show I can't I think I just started like painting big or cutting things up I, I don't know it's usually like you see something and then you're like let me try this yeah and I guess like in my process I always try to push so if it's a watercolor that I'm painting on like a eight and a half by eleven it's like I make a mark and then I think, okay, what other mark can I make beside that? What different mark can I make? What different, like, yeah. thing can I think about? Yeah. That's awesome. No, that's perfect. That's There's nice really no right or wrong answer for that. I know that. Yeah. Shut I up. just wonder if it makes sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense to me for the listener part. Is, who knows? The part is like, she does what? What chair is this? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome, though. So... What did you gain the most from that residency? What did you leave there, like, newly knowing, I guess? Well, that shit I just talked about. Like, using the space. Yeah. Okay. So, before that, I was, like, painting on canvases in oil. Gotcha. And that kind of made just like, I can use a big, large, any area at all and make it work. I think I, I started that. seeing forms in space. So, there's, like a little um like fireplace like heater in there 
and that was a form that then like spoke to a form that yes. I put on the wall yeah. and like the wood floor the line that it makes when it abuts like the white wall yeah I just started seeing those things which I had not thought about before that's amazing yeah I love it yeah so coming back from Australia was this after school it was in the middle right in middle school okay you were there for how long shit that might have been grad school <laughs> yeah that was in grad school we just jumped far in time okay just t- so tell us about the end of undergrad uh, okay um actually that was pretty cool um that's when i was doing a lot of that uh spare room stuff yeah so that was with that aussie girl yeah um her and myself my brother and then another man by the name of adam moser uh started just trying to throw art parties around downtown oh yeah because it was in that time when there's not shit going on it was like tons of empty storefronts what year was this i think like 2010 uh, or okay. like 08 oh definitely i was around in 09 okay cool i was kind of around there then where were you high point um i moved here in green i moved to greensboro in 2009 from where high point that's what i just said oh yeah you just said that didn't you Hey, Jake, I need you to erase that part because I don't want to look stupid on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, back to when you were setting up art parties. So tell us about that. Uh, That was through, I mean, I think Lee kind of pushed us into that. Like he was always setting traps or like he'd, he'd kind of like plant seeds in our minds like what if blah 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 and then we'd be like huh what if and shit was just a lot easier back then it felt like really uh, yeah like actually I can see how that would probably be a lot easier yeah like we yeah. the I was living above like where Jerusalem Market is now downtown mm-hmm. I was paying like $500 for like a spot up there that's pretty cheap yeah and that's the, crazy I think who owned that, which might be like Nancy Hoffman, the landlord that she worked with was the landlord for most of those spots downtown. So mm-hmm. we were like, hey, Mr. Landlord, can you let us have that vacant space for like a week? We're going to throw a party in it. We'll bring hella people to your spot to see it. Mm-hmm. We'll return it to you in the exact same way, if not better than how we received it. So we were able to do that like... I don't know a handful of times yeah that sounds cool yeah. so these art parties did you like have people display their work and have drinks yeah. and kind of a social event yeah, yeah that sounds dope we did that and we did um kind of social things like we had people take pictures of strangers and then send them to us and we made like a photo album yeah of like people doing like a that zine or it was like Okay, it felt like this album. was like before zines were a thing but it was actually like a photo album like we bought <laughs> those like hilarious. old school books yeah that's pretty cool though mm-hmm. damn i wish i was around during that time I, that's well, like technically i was but i didn't Would've know that yeah i know damn yeah. cool so that was on the that was kind of where you're on your way out of uncg yeah um you did a lot of shows and gallery and exhibitions throughout then right after so in grad after. school i did a cool lot of so shows. let's jump to grad school actually let's jump to your reasoning for going to grad school so tell us about why you wanted to go to grad school uh again i was depressed okay <laughs> i mean that's i mean depression leads to a lot of things so, yeah. yeah uh there was not shit happening in greensboro i couldn't get a job i was like working part-time jobs at like antique stores for commission which no one goes into antique stores and buys anything so nope it's just like making no money <laughs> um i couldn't get in the art realm in greensboro like i think i tried to like be a docent at weatherspoon and i like fucked that up i think i tried to work at green hill for a little bit in like the sales shop but like i sucked at it Mm -hmm. i was just like too inexperienced and young and um nervous i guess yeah uh so again lee walton okay dream team i was just like dude i need help i gotta get out of here and he was showing me different grad schools he talked about toronto and i was like not too far and it's scary to go like abroad for grad school shout out uh, to toronto though yeah I, the <clears throat> place is amazing ever since then i've been like fuck why didn't i go to toronto they have a warhol museum there it's pretty I mean, awesome 
Yeah. Uh, and then he like talked about some like East Coast schools, and I was like, and eh, too like bougie or like. <laughs> I mean, the art schools on the East Coast are just very like art schooly, okay. I think, and I, that intimidated me. Yeah. And Lee is from Cali, from the Bay Area, and he was like, well, uh, you could go to the Bay. I mean, it's like fucking beautiful out there, like beautiful weather. It's a good change of scenery, but it's still like low tempo, like slow. I'm really slow being from the South. Um, he went to San Jose University for his undergrad. Okay. And so he knew some people there and I applied and I got in with like a, a little bit of a, um, they like threw me some money, yeah. but I'm still in lots of debt. Yeah, I figured most of us are. <laughs> I'm not paying it. Yeah. Not oh, don't it. say that on the podcast. Sorry. They might listen to it. They, they don't care. They're still hassle you regardless. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So, that'd be pretty crazy from the Greensboro area as far as art. So, was it as cool as you thought it was going to be? Yeah. It was? Okay. So, tell us about, you know, kind of summarize your experience there. Uh... I don't know it feels like it's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me like Mm -hmm. that place is just amazing I met not to be rude to anyone that I love here before that but I met like some of the best people I've ever known there and they were all from different parts of the world oh that's crazy yeah Um, most of them were females okay which I thought was fun because here it was mostly dudes and yeah. my brother's friends. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, mm. So the weather just kind of creates a nice vibe. Cause oh, it's yeah. Just it's like, like always, what, 75? Yeah. Just crazy. I mean, it gets like colder and warmer, but basically. Yeah. And like clear blue sky all the time. That's so crazy. Uh, everything is in bloom all the time all the time so it just you just feel it's just a good like i'll say it again it's a good vibe yeah and everyone's high so. <laughs> everyone's attractive no high and hot oh, okay they say and high. Hot. everyone's yeah. high <laughs> yeah i mean the way people dress there is like much more loose like yeah. no bras and stuff yeah and that's pretty badass yeah so what were you working on well obviously you were enhancing your skills as an artist you were before but what big takeaways did you get from grad school were you still working with big spaces what did you yeah yeah um <clears throat> I felt like I think it was, I felt good going into grad school after done after having done the spare room stuff cause for me that was pretty experimental and experience wise I learned a lot like we went to Pittsburgh and New York and stuff and did not shows but um that's pretty cool kind of projects there so I had some things under my belt yeah so I went into grad school to study painting but really tried to like do the opposite of that as much as possible um and push boundaries which that school gave me a lot of pushback but I found it forced me to find the people that would support me. Yeah. And then we just like ran with that. So a mentor that I had there, she just became like a lifelong friend, like my family basically. Um, And then I just gained connections. Like her son was a painter. Her son's girlfriend was a painter. It just started hitting off, I guess, um, that circle. Uh, so work-wise though, yeah, it got way more experimental as far as, um, installations. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That was fun. Cool. So, getting through that process, that was two years, right? Three. Three years. Three years there, and you did a bunch of exhibitions, a bunch of traveling, a bunch of experimental stuff and all that. So, fast forward to graduate from there so what was your did you have a plan when you graduated from there 
uh, I was like, okay, well, how do I stay here? In the Bay Area. <laughs> that was what I was getting ready to ask him. It was like, I'm sure you probably wanted to stay. Yeah, and I was, so the school was in San Jose, and that is, like, where the tech boom happened, so it kind of sucked down there as far as, like, people. Yeah. It was, like, mostly business, like, techie people. Um, so I wanted to get up to Oakland. Okay. So me and some of the people I went to school with were like, let's do this together. Um, I think I had had some savings that I was supposed to be paying like my school debt with. And I was just <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh, and I had gotten a job teaching at a community college right after I graduated. That's cool. So that was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I had to commute like two hours to it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds painful. So I'm guessing I got over it. It's the way of life there. Yeah, that makes sense. So I got, I'm guessing I got pretty painful. It is what it is. Yeah. But you only do it two days a week, so that was cool. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, so we moved up to Oakland. That was one of the craziest transitions ever because we could barely find a place to live yeah even though we like had the funds like we all had like thousands of dollars that we were like <clears throat> down to put down and we just couldn't get it i mean it's like if it's either your credit or like a family of five is like trying to get like the same spot that you're trying to get it's like a really weird yeah thing but we got one awesome so you lived in oakland for uh maybe like four years two to four years two two to four years something like that (laughs) maybe it was a blur yeah (laughs) and with those two to four years where you're were you doing a lot of art she's like in her head right now (laughs) it might have been three was it five (laughs) I don't know I think it was like 2014 to 2017 okay so you just moved back here yeah like like literally last year summer yeah so, so tell us about your time in Oakland. I mean, were you doing a lot of art stuff? Were you just kind of hanging out, or <laughs> a mixture of partying? Um, oh God, I was um, not doing art really. Okay. Well, I was painting in my bedroom, so that was cool. Yeah. Um. I went from teaching drawing. I only got that for a semester and a summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I lost that because I was adjunct. So basically, you're just like not guaranteed shit ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the professor I was filling in for came back. So then I like uh, found a position tutoring, like reading literacy. So I started doing that, and then that led to me actually like running a literacy program through AmeriCorps. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Which mm. it's it was cool there because their stipend, like they pay you through a stipend. So usually it's shit, and like it's really hard to live. Like yeah. unless you're like living with your parents, you like can't afford it. Right. But out there it was like twenty grand or something, so I could like. Oh wow! You yeah. Kind of make that work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a year, uh, and that was pretty cool, but tough, like, really, really tough. Uh, and then after that, I was like, well, (laughs) I can either do this another year, which I'm not going to do and I don't want to, or I can, like, try and find another job, which is not going to (laughs) happen. Okay. okay, that rope out uh, there. Or I could move home. And so I decided to move home. So I decided to move home. And how was the transition back? Because you were away from Greensboro for a couple of years. So how was it coming back? I was depressed. Yeah. <laughs> for a while. Uh, I think like for six months, I probably like didn't come out the house or like hang out. Yeah. I think I was like in mourning. I left a lot of people. Okay. that I was missing still miss yeah um and I was scared or like didn't know how to like reform a community here okay or like re 
enter a place that I had left because I had like fucked so much shit up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think I had changed a lot and grown into a different person. Okay. And then I was coming back to this place where I felt like I had to like be who I was before. Right. And before then, you left. Yeah. Gotcha. Or people were gonna see me that way. Yeah. And then I just realized, well, fuck that. It doesn't have to be that way. Absolutely not. And then I started meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, forming new communities, growing the old ones. I love that. That's obviously, you came back last summer. That means the Work It Out show was not even that long afterwards. So. Yeah. So when you came back, obviously you were kind of in a little slump. Um, so how did you get back into doing work and painting? I did. That's what I think got That's me. That's what got you back into it. So yeah. how? Who did you connect with to get you back to that sh- on that show? Get you on that show? <laughs> uh, I think it was me and Bianca. Might have just been like, let's do something. Did you know Bianca? Yeah. Did you meet her? You knew her before you left. Yeah, she's friends with Stephanie, my brother's wife. So okay. they're like best friends. And I knew Stephanie before she knew my brother. Gotcha. From school. Gotcha. Okay. That's how they met. I oh. win. Okay. Good shout out to um, Stephanie and matchmaking Devin. Yeah. Okay. So back then. <laughs> so, so fast forward to Bianca. You and her decided to do a show or I something. Think, I think it was either me and her or me and Janie. I don't know. It's like whenever you're an artist you're always talking to your art people about like trying to make shit happen that's very true especially in a land of zero art spaces yeah Yeah. um and so i think bianca was like dude i've been looking at this warehouse like let's have a show there or uh hey i know this space or whatever yeah um and she knows that like i've organized shit like that before so then we thought about like who we wanted to be in it right like what would make a dope like diverse visual visual yes. experience yes um, that was very diverse too it was awesome it was a great show yeah Jacob and I both went to that show it's before I knew Jacob yep he was definitely there with his supporting um Janie. Janie dude she brings and, it yeah she does I was like we didn't we didn't talk to Ashley until after that yeah we didn't talk to Ashley this year but but um yeah so that was an amazing show so obviously that got you back into the group of things I'm making art for was that show. Um, so fast forward to kind of now, you're at the CVA. I like how you fast forward through my life stages. It feels good. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I think you. I mean, I, I know you did a lot of things in between those times, but no, I like the fast forward. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. We're fast forwarding then. So, how did you connect with the CVA? Oh, ah, <laughs> uh, well, let's see. So my friend Harry, who's part of the do it, what's the word? What work was out. the work it out? Yeah. I was about to say do it forward. I don't know where that can come from. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like do it out, pay it forward. I don't know. Um, Harry, he was on the board of CBA, mm-hmm. and Harry's an artist, okay. and he's super experienced. He's done like he's had like ten different lives. That's awesome. Yeah. He's like my philosophy guy. Um, he alerted me to the the vacancy there. Okay. Um, so CVA went through a turnover, I guess, earlier this year. Yep. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, they need some, like, gallery attendants. I was super unemployed. Yeah. And was looking for, like, anything. Um, so I started working there as just, like, a part-time gallery attendee. Tinder. Attender. Tinder. Yes. Uh, and then I just noticed that, like, there was no one there to, like, do the work that needed to be done. And I just started doing it. Yeah. And then they gave me more and more responsibilities. Okay. Um, I started helping install the shows, meeting the artists. Sam Wade was like my first. Sam Wade's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I got to meet him, go do studio visits, okay. uh, helped him like hang the show. So just, you know, 
by way of necessity. Right, right. Just got deeper. And it's crazy because the CVA is actually an amazing place. Center for Visual Arts, for people who don't know what the CVA is. Artists. 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 My bad. It's tricky. Yes. But that whole building is just catered to so many different things. And I feel like it's... I don't know if it's the marketing of it or people just kind of not knowing where things are downtown, but like it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an amazing place. So kind of tell us what kind of goes on there. Cause there's, there's gallery spaces and there's, you know, printmaking and then there's, you know, people can do pottery stuff there. So, yeah. So the cultural center downtown houses like 20 nonprofit art organizations. Right. Uh, so it's kind of like a little mall. Yeah but it's mostly offices so gotcha. it's kind of boring. oh wait so the cvas is your particular place but the culture center is what it's called yeah okay cool i didn't know it's that. like that whole building the whole thing it, it, it looks like a mall it really does <laughs> yeah yeah but it's full of arts yeah it's awesome um so the cva has a gallery space which from what i've heard is like one of the top spaces in greensboro top out of the three that exist <laughs> Uh, it's just a beautiful space yeah um we also have an entire education center like six classrooms where we do summer camps and then after school programs and then there's an entire like pottery center downstairs right where we do pottery classes adult pottery i think Uh, we also do hella outreach like in different schools throughout Mm -hmm. the city um pottery and photography i believe yeah and then we work at like glenwood community center okay so y'all, y'all all around y'all definitely present in the community correct right, and right. i think we're trying to do more right we're just kind of we have a little partnership in we'll talk about it a little, little bit later though oh yes we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that but um so and you're on a little hiatus now right of what hiatus from are you are you currently doing painting right now Maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you told me about, well, a couple of weeks ago. You said that you were on a hiatus. I would not. I would not use that word. I don't think that was my vocabulary word. What, what would you call it? I think it? I said I haven't been doing shit. Hiatus. Yeah, work kind of. Um, work took over. Yeah. So, I have a studio. And I visited it a few times. Yeah. And I've made marks there. Yeah. So I mean, I it's not, I mean, it's, it's not gone. It's just I didn't like, take off. I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna quit. Oh, right. It's just like shit got in the way. Yeah. Okay. Maybe highest is the wrong word for it. Yeah, that's really your vocabulary know. word. Oh, you shut up, man. Could you define it for us? No. Exactly. Highest is like. I want to start doing this for a little bit, and I'll come back to it, maybe. And I feel like they, you, people usually take those as a way to, like, get away from something. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So, it's on the back burner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still there, but, yeah. like, you know, you have a lot of responsibilities with life and work and stuff. Yeah. So, how do you think you'll be able to kind of jump back into the swing of things? Or do you think you'll be able to do that anytime soon? Well, I'm currently working on getting better at my work-life balance yeah which we all say um but a great friend of mine ivana just moved into my studio shout out to ivana we interviewed her go listen to it uh so i think her presence you know and maybe sometimes you need like someone else who's doing the shit with you yeah or like your community to help get you back into that yeah um so i'm thinking we might influence each other yeah and that's amazing it's good to have someone i mean you're part of our community but it's good to have someone that's like always there to kind of keep you on track um yeah that's that's amazing Mm -hmm. so shout out to ivana holler an amazing artist so and she's thinking about getting a space with you right so that could also help I just you. said yeah. she moved into oh, yeah. my space. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyways, I'm going on to the interview. <laughs> I was reiterating, reiterating what you said. So, anyways, <laughs> so with your work life balance, uh-huh. how do you, what's your plans on correcting Shit, that? Shit, man. It's like a therapy session. 
hey, I'm here. This is what free pizza is. <laughs> Shout out to free pizza, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a good question. I, I think <sighs> I'm supposed to only be part-time there, but it's one of those part-time, full-time things. Right. You're there like sometimes 30 hours a week, sometimes 50. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes 70. <laughs> While you're getting paid for like 20. Exactly. So I'm going to try and be more strict about that. Yeah. Um, and then use that time to hopefully be in the studio. Absolutely. So this might be a little kind of future question. What if you've done arts and stuff, so you kind of know about marketing and branding. So what's your, I guess, the best ways that you market and brand your, your material? I don't. You do. You have a website and everything. Right. And my home... Your home, yeah, your home button is in a very weird spot on the toolbar. I don't know what's going on there, but the home is your fit set before you go to her website. Oh, yeah, that's true. If you went to Zipster. Shout out Zipster. Um, if you go to Zipster.com slash free pizza, your um, setup fees are taken care of. But anyways. My skin just started crawling. <laughs> man, shout out to Zipster, man. But anyways. Uh, but no, yeah. you, you market and you, you do well with that though honestly you have a website you have Instagram and you're you're present I mean you're around so I guess that's how I do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. do you have any you think, anything else in mind that you, you think you'll do more shows more solo shows or? man I tried to do the shows whenever I first moved back and it just pissed me off Yeah. I don't think Absolutely. that I think it's it's a whole mindset and I'm trying to work my mind into a positive front frame, uh, frame of mind yeah. um, around it and not be hateful. Yeah. But, you know, I had a few shows in various spots like the Green Bean, Chakras. We did the one where we threw it ourselves in a warehouse. And I tried to uh, be open to like selling and like pricing my things in certain ways. And it all, I just don't like thinking about work that way. I don't like combining marketing and branding with artwork. You don't? No. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I think I need, I might need to get like smarter. You're definitely smart. And there are like ways, creative, cool ways to work around that. Yeah. It's also just not my thing. It's like not the way that I think. Yeah. It makes me feel weird on the inside. I think that's one of the things that UNCG needs to do better with. That's what everybody says. Is a business side. That's what I, that's the only qualms I really hear about it. Is that artists are kind of like, okay, what do I do now? Like, they don't really tell you how to make yourself look, you know, kind of marketable. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what that's kind of the premise. It seems like <laughs> with all the artists around here, and it's but it, it can happen though. I mean, you have the resources and you have the personality and you have the all that, but I don't know. I guess. But man, look at Ashley Johnson. Okay. She has a super smart marketing mind frame. Like Absolutely. she is an A personality or whatever. Absolutely. Her shit is gorgeous and beautiful. Like the way that she sends her stuff mm-hmm. and like she's always on Instagram and right. social media talking about these things. But does she make her money from that? No. She makes her money in the full time job that she has. Yeah, that's true. So I just don't. That's I, true. I just don't uh, have faith that right now. But with her, it's like, even though that's happening, or even though that maybe a lot of pieces aren't selling, she's still, she's still in it. She is. Yeah, which is, and that's hard. I mean, that's, to have that kind of discouragement, but still have the perseverance to keep, you know, kind of going through with it is is very difficult. And I don't want to, I'm not speaking for her, but I feel like what it looks like from an audience perspective what she's getting from it is um what do you call it uh networking right like so relationship building like yeah. she just went to afropunk in brooklyn for crown magazine yeah, yeah and probably got to meet like hella people through that but i think so, that's definitely you know coming from her just staying present mm-hmm. so you know, it's, 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 it's a patience game i mean it's i tell people who getting into the industry is like look man you're gonna have some very great highs Mm-hmm. You're gonna have some lows, but you just have to keep doing it. 
So, and I definitely, I see you being able to do the same things. Yeah. I don't know. I think the way that I make work is just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Time will tell. <laughs> when we're 10 years down the road and you're a very successful artist freelancing, you'll be like, you know what, Daniel, you're, you were right. I owe you, I owe you some money. I don't know, Daniel. We've talked about, you know, I asked you the same question once, like, I think about trying to make money from your work and you said you didn't want to do that you I, like keeping them separate i have no exactly all the time like i don't have any ambitions of being a, a professional photographer i don't like, want to be a professional painter oh then heck yeah then we're good then yeah okay cool i'm i like painting and i like making things and i like throwing creative events that make Oh, perfect. You're like, you like me. I, I like better. being in the background on people's, you know, people's lives. Oh, we're on the same page then. Yeah. We're going to be poor. Duh. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be poor for us. We're, we're helping our friends out, which is great. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> so give us a top three um, inspirations um, as far as who inspires you to do your work. It doesn't have to be artists. It could be I know that. Anyone. Being not smart ass my, my fucking <laughs> podcast. Dude. I swear to God, I'm not, not going to post this. Um. Okay, I was reading this when you sent me the questions earlier today, and I was like, "Shit!" Like it's so hard to like narrow things down like that. So I'll say, I guess like one of the first things that affected me and made me want to produce um, big, powerful, colorful things was and I know everybody says him but Mark Rothko okay. so like I saw one of those like paintings in person and because it was like the same size as me and you can step up to it and it's these like big ranges of color I was just like holy shit yeah that's like I want to feel that way okay um and then I would say other influences would be music like I just try and stay attuned to like what's coming out musically okay. I feel like that's where create music and fashion is like where creativity is mm -hmm. for me right now so you know in grad school it was like to pimp a butterfly came out and mm -hmm. I was just like holy shit yeah um and I guess literature yeah you know just always trying to stay up on the new creative stuff that's coming out yeah uh, all the fashion shows that happen I yeah. love watching those and seeing like what colors designers are using and like what shit they're putting together absolutely I don't really know how that relates but I feel that like it relates. will later down yeah absolutely yeah. awesome cool that's a very uh, that's a good variety of different inspirations I like hearing when creatives are inspired by something outside of necessarily their form of art oh it's always like i i think it's really hard to be inspired like by other painters yeah because right. then you just end up wanting to like do the same shit yeah. they're doing yeah i love that hmm. so so what are your future plans i mean obviously you're you're very you're an advocate for artists so what do you think you want to do later in life Well, it'd be cool if, like, somebody donated a shit ton of money to the CBA and we could, like, <laughs> stay open and actually, like, do the calendar next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that would be awesome. Um, and if I don't, if, like, that doesn't happen, then I reckon I'll, like, find another place to make that happen. So you still want to kind of be that person to help artists kind of get to where they want to go? It's not In just that. Way. It's not just that. It's like, I think if I wasn't working for them, I would try and find a teaching position where I could like make more money and then do this shit on the side. Yeah. And I would still be trying to make free, open to the public, creative events in our town. Yes. That would be amazing. 
Yeah, we'll and so maybe that is, you know, providing opportunity for artists, but it's also providing a mm, an experience for these communities. Right, right. Like, I love that. not shit is happening here. Right. Unfortunately, I mean, it's gotten better over the years, but it definitely needs some improvement, and that's kind of where we kind of why we do what we do exactly exactly that's why free pizza is a thing that's why a lot of things are things so right jacob yes jacob's also in the in the fight but um cool so give us some advice um for maybe some people who want to make money with their arts or want to you know learn or get into something new with the arts or is anything i don't know anything about the money part yeah we'll give us some general general treasures um Hmm. I would say, like, the shit that I take away from other people or, you know, people that I'm following. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which are usually younger than me. Right. Is do the crazy shit. Yeah. Like, my biggest fear is that I'm letting... Uh, the walls keep me inside. Yeah. Whoever the walls are. Right. So, and I'm frightened to like, you know, step on toes or break shit down or like mm-hmm. hurt someone's feelings by being like, your idea isn't good <laughs> or right. you need to be, you know, more progressive or outlandish. So, I would say like work to... Um, always keep like pushing whatever that means to like whatever you're doing yeah do some crazy shit right because <laughs> we need that especially like now I mean yeah. we've always needed it but absolutely crazy thoughts I love that that's perfect edit I guess yeah those are good I mean basically what you're saying is like don't be afraid to just try anything yeah you know what I'm saying just but also I think that creatives have like these wild ideas and they end up getting like um pushed down because some random boring person is like oh, i don't know about that you know it it might be too loud or like you know maybe it's too colorful or you know you might hurt some people's feelings fuck yeah. it yeah like, fuck that you'll do so much more for yourself if you just kind of stay on your own path and just do what you want and if you fail then I mean, you tried, but like, there's so many artists who are just so. I talked to one today, actually, I won't say her name, but she's just too afraid. She has so many great ideas that she just what she's too afraid to execute because she's afraid of what her people in her art department will think about her. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, dude. People, Isn't it? That's an art department. That's yeah. like where you're supposed to do yeah, the like weird minds. shit. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's crazy. That you did yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, just don't stay on the path. Just, just kind of do your own, sh- or stay on your own path. Don't, you know, don't be afraid to do your own shit because, honestly, it's probably not as crazy as you think it is. You know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. doing it. Um, but, yeah, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. That was you. amazing. And um, we are in cahoots now with the CBA Free Pizza. We're going to cross-pollinate and do some um, live, um, I guess, interviews with different artists and um, cross-promote each other. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see a lot of... Um, a lot of their shows gonna be on our Instagrams and stuff, mm-hmm. which gonna be amazing. Um, and and yeah, a lot of your shows are gonna be on our Instagram right. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna work together and try our hardest to keep the CVA going. Yes. Because we care about what you guys are doing. And go to the CVA guys. I mean, if you're into the arts at all, I mean, they have a lot of great artists who come up in there. Like Felix is in right in there right now. Yeah. Um, but you showcase so many different creatives around the, the community. Yeah, we're trying to do that more. Right. We're working on ways to like enhance it. Uh, get more open. So yeah. like allow people to show more often. Right, right. So please support the CBA. Um, you know, we're gonna do our hardest to get people out to those things, but you know, people are stubborn here. So um, <laughs> um and they're free, and they're usually all free shows. They are all free yeah. and open to the public. Yeah, so no excuses. And we always there. have alcohol and Here's good music from Lil Scoopy yes DJ Nirvash always um, does that but yeah so thank you so much it's been great 
Thank you. I hope you guys got something from it because I did. Shout out to Devin. Um, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I'm on there. Yeah, you are on there. <laughs> Instagrams. Uh, Instagram is at Devin Aris. Um, Facebook is my name, Devin McKnight. Yeah. And then my website is www.devinmcknight.com. That's right, and her home button is not where it's supposed to be. Oh, where is it supposed to be? That's true. She's an artist, so she can really put it where, honestly, wherever she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> See, I wasn't on my own path there. I was trying to, yeah, they could probably make a performance, but he's a big old bully. Anyways, man, shout out to Free Pizza, shout out to Devin, shout out to Julio, shout out to all those guys, because, and shout out to uh, Jacob, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's here, he's injured. He's got a swony. Jacob's injured from a wedding, so he, he's, a, he's a trooper, though. Much love. And, yes, keep listening. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes because we want to eventually get money. And we're starving. Bring treats if you are a guest on this Not podcast. Chocolate. Don't bring chocolate to Jacob. Bananas and peanut butter. Well, yes, actually. Yes, bananas and peanut butter for Jacob. Anything for me without mayonnaise. Um, anyways, we're out. Thank you. Goodbye.